podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today as we get closer to Thanksgiving Day. Today, we're going to go back down the road of physical health and focus on some nice little biohacks that you can do to improve your oral health. Now, a lot of you are like, Gregory, why do we care about oral health? This is a real manly health. Well, look. Tons of studies show that uh, periodontal disease or gum disease is directly linked to heart problems. We don't want that. We have a very early episode in The Awaken Man where we talk about root canals and how they're toxic and how it's better just to get your teeth extracted. We have some episodes and some articles at Naturopathic Earth, the homepage, about uh, the benefits of coconut pulling. So today we're just going to talk about four or five things that you can do to improve your oral health. And for all of you men who are so thirsty for women, just understand halitosis or bad breath. pathological bad breath is not going to bring the women to you unlike the Axe body spray commercials that make you think as soon as you spray on those toxin paraben laden aluminum deodorants women will be flocking to you I mean who falls for those advertising don't fall for advertising like that so look let's talk about your mouth okay so your mouth like your skin like the vagina like the intestines is has its own microbiome so there's a mixture of pathogenic or dangerous bacteria along with probiotic bacteria. And we know that, for example, if you eat a lot of sugar, bacteria will eat that sugar that's on your enamel and on your gums. And the byproduct of that is lactic acid, and that's going to start eroding your enamel. And once the enamel is completely eroded, then you're in trouble, and now the teeth is exposed, and now that bacteria can go crawl into your tooth and then it gets rotten and that's why you need a tooth canal a root canal I should say or get extracted so we want what we want to do is have a preponderance of healthy bacteria in the mouth uh, and, and a lower amount of bacterial or pathogenic bacteria in your mouth and so there's there's a couple of things you can do um, some basic things first of all some of you do sleep with your mouth open right <laughs> Uh, just understand, you know, dry mouth does increase uh, bacteria growth because if you don't know, the saliva kind of works as a neutralizer of bad bacteria. Na- saliva has enzymes in it that actually naturally freshen the breath. This whole idea that we need gum, or if you remember one back in the 80s with banaca sprays, this whole idea that we need these things to freshen the breath is nonsense. And we, we have an early episode here at The Awaken Man how, how cavemen... And Weston Price Foundation did it. Weston Price and later his foundation did There's great studies on this. How cavemen had better teeth than we do now. Yeah, a lot, a lot better teeth. Not only because the cavemen were not exposed to as much refined sugar, but just simply the way that the mouth and the maxilla and the mandible developed and all these things today as opposed to back then due to dietary changes uh, also played a role. But this is what you want to do. What we want to do is keep your mouth healthy. 
And some of you don't do a good job of that, and some of you do a great job. Now let's look at what's on the on the market. So conventional toothpaste. Conventional toothpaste has a, has a sort of problems. Panoply. So A, it's got food dyes. Food dyes are linked to bladder cancer and hyperactivity. Also, it's got parabens. We have several episodes here and over at the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, the sister channel, about parabens being hormone disruptors. Now, mostly, my, men are not exposed to parabens as much unless you're using sunscreen, which you shouldn't be doing. Go to that episode. And uh, mostly toothpaste. Women have a, have a more exposure to it because of lipstick, because of lotions and makeup. Parabens are hormone disruptors, so they they put it in there. Then there's sodium lauryl sulfate, which is commonly found in shampoos and toothpaste to make it all frothy. Some people have autoimmune issues with that. Some people have respiratory issues with it. It's not the most pernicious thing in toothpaste. Clearly, the most pernicious thing in conventional toothpaste is fluoride. Now, we have a two-part episode on fluoride. If you go back to around episodes 44, 45, so way back in the year of our Lord, 2017, so we're not going to spend too much time on fluoride. I will tell you this. Even Harvard about seven years ago released a study saying that fluoride, ingested fluoride, so full body fluoride, lowers IQ points in African-American kids. But it's it's been known for some time. They did this, uh, and go back to the history of, of fluoride episode. They did this study back in the 30s and 40s where they got two cities in New York, upstate New York, Newburgh, and I can't remember the other one. And one of them, they fluoridated the water, and the other one they did it, and they realized that the, the, the and they were similar populations, that the city with fluoridated water had heart lower cognitive abilities, they had a little higher rate of infertility. And the argument behind putting fluoride in, 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 in water or exposing our teeth to it is that fluoride applied to the teeth there were some studies way back in the 1930s showing that it actually can strengthen your enamel. The problem is that we, and, and, and so the ADA, the American Dental Association, Carnegie Mellon, Edward Bernays, the, the master of propaganda and the nephew of Sigmund Freud, I can go to that episode because I really flesh it out there. They got the, the propaganda campaign to put it in our water and in foods. So anything that's processed or made with water also has fluoride in it. Your cereal, for example, and of course sodas, everything that's got water, it's, it's got fluoride. So the problem is ingesting fluoride. But either way, when you brush your teeth, if fluoride isn't unhealthy for you, why does it say if swallowed contact poison control? I mean, isn't that a red flag? So look, you can buy non-fluoridated toothpaste. You can go to Amazon. Actually, go through my website, Naturopathic Earth, and, and click through the links there to get over to Amazon and then buy some fluoridated, or I should say non-fluoridated toothpaste. Tom's of Maine is a brand. Uh, Kiss My Face has a has a brand. I mean, there's tons of brands. There's tons of brands nowadays. I mean, like 10 years ago, it would have been much harder. Now you can get it. So you should use non-fluoridated, preferably paraben-free toothpaste. Now, what can you do else? Uh, you can coconut pull or oil pull. Oil pulling has been done by the Asians, in particular the Indians, for quite a long time, thousands of years. And uh, what you do is you can get sesame oil, but most people in America, since coconut oil has become popular, you just get a little maybe a teaspoon coconut oil in the morning, and uh, you put it in your mouth, and the body's warmth, the mouth's warmth will melt the oil, and then you just swish it around like it's saliva, and you swish it around as long as you can. Maybe at the beginning you think it's kind of weird. Maybe you do it for a minute or two, but... You can get to the point where you're doing it five, ten minutes, fifteen minutes as you get ready, brush your, you know, brush your, brush your hair, you know, make your bed, all whatever you're doing, watching YouTube, 
whatever you're doing, you just swish this around and then you spit it out and then gargle it out with some water and then brush your teeth. Oil pulling is great because it's a natural teeth whitener. And the studies show that it's good for your probiotic or healthy bacteria. So it stymies or thwarts the more pathogenic bacteria that can lead to periodontal disease and cavities and all these things. And it helps keep your oral microbiome in good health. You can do coconut oil, you can do sesame oil, you can do olive oil, but I think most people do coconut oil. So that's something you can do. Other people, they like to do like lemon juice with baking soda. Baking soda is a, is a naturally and pretty benign teeth whitener, and uh, it's also good for keeping your, your mouth healthy. So you can do that as well if you'd prefer to, to not go down the road of oil pulling. Now, I've been oil pulling probably about five years daily. I love it. But if you're going to do the baking soda with lemon juice, uh, you just mix four, you know, two to four teaspoons of baking soda and then squeeze a little lemon juice real or you can get the, you know, the lemon juice already in a little bottle and then just brush your teeth with it. What else can you do? Apple cider vinegar. Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't been drinking my ACV as much. Back a couple years ago, I was taking shots of it every day. Now, ACV is great for your body. It cleans your liver, for example. And uh, also going back to to lemon, lemon water, warm lemon juice is really great for cleaning your liver. Your liver is the great washing machine of the body. It needs to be taken care of because Lord knows everything that we eat, everything we ingest, every drugs we take, recreational or pharmaceutical, everything's taken to the liver through the intestines. And so we want it to be very healthy. And I think a lot of you guys know Tylenol is very bad for your liver. It's a hepatotoxin. We have a video. I'm sorry. We have an episode here. We talked about uh, Tylenol overdose. So go check that out. It's probably about 70 episodes back. But ACV is great. Now, look, you can swish ACV in your mouth. The only problem with ACV is that it's highly, highly acidic, and it can burn your enamel. So I used to take pure shots of ACV because pure shots of ACV can be great for your body. But in terms of your teeth, I would recommend you dilute it a little with water. So if you're doing like a teaspoon of ACV, put a teaspoon or maybe two teaspoons of water. Mix that all in, and then and then you could swish it around there. So you can swish around ACV and swish around some coconut oil before you brush your teeth. Of course, flossing is great. There was a study, and I think we did an episode here about two years ago on how there was this big study coming out that said that flossing was useless. Disregard it. Disregard it completely. We really flesh out the bad science in that episode if you go back to it. So certainly floss. I know people who never floss in their life ever. And I'm like, what are you doing? I personally love the way flossing feels. I just love putting the, the floss between my teeth. I just, I just like it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the OCD part of me, but I enjoy it quite a bit. So, guys, these are some things that you can do day in, day out. Again, periodontal disease or gum disease, mouth disease is directly linked to heart disease. A lot of people don't know this. So we do want to have a, a healthy mouth. We do want to have nice teeth because people are judged by their teeth. And uh, we want to minimize our bad breath, and certainly ways that you can minimize it is doing the aforementioned. A lot of bad breath, though, has to do with the tongue. The tongue, some people are born with tongues that have very thick grooves or crevasses, as they would say, in the tongue. And so food particles can get stuck in there, and then the bacteria gets to it, and then it leads to bad breath. So some people just have that problem. Now, you can get a tongue cleaner. And don't use your toothbrush necessarily, but I would use a tongue cleaner, and that does help if you go really far back and go forward. Uh, but certainly, if you have one of those those tongues that are just, um, you know, thick, uh, you just you're fighting kind of uphill battle. But certainly do that. Also, with your toothbrush, don't keep it in your bathroom. And certainly, when you flush the toilet, 
cover the toilet because uh, you get fecal particles that are sprayed along the bathroom. So definitely cover up your, your toothbrush. And then what I do is I normally rinse it a little with some ACV beforehand to kill any bacteria that's on it. And, of course, replace your toothbrush as much as, much as you can. That helps certainly as well. Other things you can do to minimize bad breath is going to be limit your dairy, limit spicy food, and uh, don't be bulimic. <laughs> don't be vomiting food up. Uh, these are some other things uh, that you can do as well. But take care of your teeth, guys. Take care of your teeth. All right, guys. Website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the other articles that we have there. If you want to help donate to support the defraying of the cost of hosting this, please donate to our PayPal link found in the episode notes here. Donate $5, $10 if you can. As I mentioned, we're Amazon affiliates, so if you go to naturopathicearth.com, and there's a link in the episode notes because I know it's hard to spell. Go to the website, click under the tab that says Articles, and go to Recipes. We have about 200 paleo-esque recipes that I wrote over there. And then click on any of the Amazon pictures that takes you to Amazon. And then from there, you can search fluoride-free toothpaste, fluoride-free whatever. And you can buy whatever. We get 2% commission at no expense to you. Let's go check out my two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can find those on Amazon, paperback or Kindle. I also have a, I have confessions on uh, Barnes & Noble Nook, and it has a lot of reviews over there, much more than over on Amazon. Go check them out. And if you need some help from the red pill perspective or from weight loss, weight maintenance, or just purging toxins from your fridge and your pantry, contact me through the Clarity FM link found at Naturopathic Earth, or just go to clarity.fm and then search my name. And lastly, if you get anything out of this channel, please post an honest review if you have an Apple product. It would really mean a great deal to me. It only takes you two seconds. Hit the subscribe button so these episodes come directly to you. And also go check out the Female Holistic Health Apothecary because a lot of the episodes there might apply to you. And Confessions of an Obese Child, which is a, a, a per, the personal podcast, the first one, where I talk about what's it like to grow up overweight and coping mechanisms that you develop. So if any of you have a history of addiction in general, it's a really good channel for you. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Contributed to Nine Inch Nails.